When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. It's mercy if y'all don't know. It's mercy if y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This shelly you, pretty girl, dunk it in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah. Over time for another round. Uh, it's buckets out the buckets, baby. You're out of town. <laughs> I have no shame. I know, that's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. I'm Matt. She's Melissa. He is Vish. Full squad tonight. Going to break down this UNC game. Um, how we doing, <laughs> Melissa? Big game tomorrow for the women at 2 p.m. We're real fired up for that. They're in Atlanta. Get that dub. Um. Well, one, we lost. Two... Hopefully Vish is no longer contagious because I hung out with him the entire day while he was coughing up a storm. So if I'm out next week because I'm sick, we all know who to blame. Which way? This way. There we go. (laughs) That way. That was not my fault. The pointing wasn't. The COVID, if you get it, definitely would have been. Matt, how are you? I'm all right. Do we we ever reciprocate the how are you's after you intro the show? No, but I'm glad someone did. (laughs) How are you, Matt? Did you have Chipotle today? I did not. I did not have Chipotle today. I've actually, I've cut back a little bit. I've only had it once in the past, like, I I had it once after me and Vish did the show. When was that, Vish? That was Wednesday. Yeah, that was Wednesday. Yeah, that was the last time I've had it in, like, two weeks or so. Oh, wow. Two, three weeks, I think. I mean, Jackson, Jackson, I feel your pain. My heart breaks as well. You were in Costa Rica for one of those weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Jackson was also at the game today. 
witness yes, the atrocities that occurred. He was on the side of the court where uh, apparently where the atrocities occurred, where where lane violations are plenty. Um, yeah. And then I proceeded you, to get into an argument with a guy on Instagram. After it happens too, apparently. This guy on Instagram was like, oh, they reviewed if it who was out of bounds on and they called the lane violation. I was like, first of all, they never reviewed it. Second of all, you can't review a lane violation. So yeah, made, this guy has no the, idea what he's talking she about. She maybe get the rule book out and, and show the screenshots and it's explicitly said you cannot I, you cannot use replay to review violations with the exceptions in the list two clauses. And one is a shot clock violation and the other one is under two minutes and um out of bounds like at a violation out of bounds that's it like it was black yeah. and white you cannot review a lane violation in fact it explicitly says you cannot review judgment calls such as violations yeah well because otherwise every otherwise every play would be replayed did he stay in the lane for three seconds get the timer out yeah not to like, mention it's not a reviewable that, not to mention mm -hmm. too that norchad got fouled on that inbound pass too so we can really see that everyone's saying he got fouled. We couldn't see that from our side. We were, yeah, we were I mean, at, at that point, we were in the double bonus, right? I mean, yeah. we were already in the double bonus, so it wouldn't have mattered if he it was when he shot, but he definitely got fouled right as he caught the ball. Baycott definitely, like, bear-hugged him almost. Um, and they didn't call it, so. Yeah, we couldn't really see. It happened so fast, and we were on the other side of the court, so we couldn't see that. I could see UNC step out of bounds multiple times at the baseline. Oh, my God. Not call it. Yeah. <laughs> this was getting that a little see. likely. Well, that was before bad text. was like, how was he not out of bounds? Like, he was out of bounds. <laughs> I immediately turned. It was even before they – because they made a three-pointer on that position. was like, he was standing out of yeah. bounds. Yeah. Like, well, from – you guys, you guys were right there, right, on yeah, that part that's of the Yeah, that's our side of the court. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we're up. We're elevated, but we're on that side. Yeah, but you, we're right you could there. see the line. Yeah. 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 And so think – I'm watching it from TV, and I saw that. So like I didn't have the best angle and you guys were right there. So it was ridiculous. Can we can we quickly mention Vish's new hat? It is a cool hat. I like the hat. It's yeah. a good purchase. Yeah. Three stripes. Yeah. Uh um, got the shoes too. Got the gray shoes. That me and Matt don't like. Hey, they look I didn't good. say I didn't like the shoes, did I? I thought you said you okay. I don't like them. I thought you said you didn't, but I like I'm, them. I'm glad glad was able to uh to uh add, add some. I like them. I, I I wouldn't buy them, but I I think they're solid. By the way, shout out to the official team store for hosting us this morning. We did a did a baseball preview baseball from show. the store. Anyway, let's um. I guess we should start from the beginning when you know. Unlike the team, let's start from the beginning. Because they didn't. <laughs> it was 15 to 4, four minutes into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nigel and Norchad really kept us in the first half, right? They, I think they had all of the points except for like seven. Yeah, they had 34. Nigel had 18, of, Norchad had 16. 34 out of 41 points. Yep. That's... Yeah, it was in, but but I mean, they, we started really bad. We 15. did, and we came back and actually had the lead at half. And then we were like, oh, Norchad has zero fouls. And then he proceeded to get into foul trouble in the second half, like I totally said he would. Oh, my God. And well, that technical we foul was what, 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 what happened on the technical? I didn't really he, see. He definitely, I mean, like, he, he deserved He said it. something to see, the ref? He definitely said something to the ref, to be honest with you. I don't know what it was, but like, I mean, if he's, he definitely 
said a couple things <laughs> to them. <laughs> you could see it in the replay. But man, oh my god, the are we are we okay with talking about the second half? Like, can we all go all over? Yeah. Or do you still want to talk Whatever about you it? Want to go, however you want, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean that that one where was it when he picked up his third on Baycott when Baycott had him sealed, right? Yeah. And he picked up the third. I'm like, dude, just let him have the fucking layup. It's yeah. two points. Because no, guess he, what? Nwoko subs in. Nwoko subs in, and guess who scores two points right off right after that possession? Yeah, yeah. Four, no, two, two, and then two again right and in it, a row. Yeah, and then and then another. Well, one. But he well, also yeah. got fouled on that too, so there was an opportunity yeah. for another point. So yeah. just back to back, and oh my god, Nwoko does not know how to guard the post at all. So. It's just a massive drop off when Norchad isn't on the floor. And I mean, he needs to have better awareness in those scenarios. Like it's two points versus him coming off the floor for, you know, a significant, significant amount of time. It was like four or five minutes, right? Well, which is another question entirely, right? Of dude, just let it ride. Like, what are we doing? You cannot. Oh, yeah. Stretches where you're just allowing the other team to kill you because you're being stubborn about fouls. Let him foul out. Like, I mean, there is no, it's the second half already. You can't afford those. I mean, we're jumping all over the place. But when he had Benz, Shakai, Wugga, Nwoko, and Norchad on the court, I'm just like, dude, like, seriously, this is not a lineup that should ever be on the court. Like, like are you trolling? Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, come on. Our rotations have been, um, for lack of a better word, questionable. And, and who we just we're just bringing random players off the bench now who haven't played. Like all of a sudden, Jakai's getting significant minutes. And his explanation in the post game didn't make sense because he's talking about well, he was the only backup guard. Like the only player injured was Keyshawn. So we've had Wuga injured this year. We've had Nigel injured this year. The only player that's played every game is Bensley. If he's the only backup guard, why has he not played at all? It doesn't even make any sense. Well, and if it is, like, you know, obviously we haven't gotten good play from anyone outside of those six rotation guys, you know? And great I mean, play is... Just, like, just say it. Like, he's trying to find play. someone. Yeah, I mean, it would, I would have preferred to say, look, we, we're not getting production or tried something tried else. Because yeah. he actually he played fine. It was like he didn't do anything... You know, he's good defensively, grabbed some rebounds. I, he scored. he I had the he, best offensive play from anyone I've seen outside of those top six guys. Yeah, but he didn't score. No, the layup. The, the drive layup. that he had. Oh, the drive. I thought you talked yeah, about he, but he did when drop he, when he, when he was... dropped it and then broke the shot because I mean, that's the way the season's going. But um, no, but but whether or not – like, so there's two things, right? There's the how come Ja'Kai is all of a sudden playing. And it was the same thing when we pulled Joe Bay in a couple of weeks ago and he – did reasonably well in that game against Pitt. He's regressed since then. But it's like, if you thought this guy was good enough to play, why are you in the middle of ACC play all of a sudden playing? Like, no. this should have He's been trying. worked in a... Let, let's be honest, and obviously this is my opinion, but let's be honest. Coach All is just trying to find something. He doesn't the, know what he's looking for. He's just trying to find something. We've had injuries. No one stayed healthy. Even our starters who are, who are playing aren't playing well because they've been injured. And he's just looking for anything that can make a spark. It's pretty yeah, much what you, it is. Yeah, it's and called so, desperation. Right. I think there's certainly an element of that. And and okay, you don't have to put Nwoko and Jakai on the court at the same time ever, ever. 
We had Nwoko and Joe Bayan at the same time. We had, we had we had Nwoko playing center, Norchad playing power forward, and Jakai and Bensley and Wooga on the court at one point for a stretch <laughs> of this game. I mean, what are you kidding me? This is a troll job. Is he having fun over there? Like seriously, what is that? We had three true freshmen on the floor at one point in a game. That you. That combination of players I just mentioned should never be on the court together. I told you it's called desperation. It's called wasting several minutes out of a game and you keep losing close games. It's like maybe Joe Bay shouldn't have played 19 fucking minutes when you lose a close game at the end. We keep micro-analyzing three or four plays at the end and not the six minutes in a row that like he decides to roll out there with a podunk lineup to eat minutes. Like I get it. At some point, you just gotta tell your starters, look. You got to get me 35 to 40 minutes and just run with it. We don't have depth. That's the reality of it. And, and he's not really adjusting. Like if you get two fouls, you're staying on the court. Sorry. We cannot pull you out for like seven, eight minutes. Yeah. It's just you can't do it. And we go these long stretches where you get killed in games. I thought your computer was like broken. I'm like, oh my god, I guess I'm heading over there to fix this thing now. <laughs> the rain started. <laughs> like, That's how we all feel right now. This is why I ate half a pint of Ben and Jerry's when I got home. What Where's flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. I like how I oh, asked the exact go. same thing when she told me she was eating Ben and Jerry's. There, there we go. Well, I gotta know. <laughs> well, I mean, That's so my I just, favorite, honestly. I just questioned some of his. This look, I, I think two things can be true, right? We've we weren't a deep team to begin with. We've had basically every starter has been injured. Bensley's the only of the six main players that has played every game, right? So I think coming into the year, if you had said that, we'd be like, we're going to suck. So that's that's just a reality, right? I and, mean, and I, and I, to Melissa's point, I don't know if there is a solution, but I also, I also don't know that he's handled it well. And in fact, I'll say he has yeah. not handled it well. I mean, I will it. say, I will say, um, given our last game against Virginia, I was surprised we were able to keep it close for the most I part. Wasn't. Obviously, UNC had that run at the beginning of the game, but I actually I mean, wasn't. I mean, I wasn't huh? didn't have Matt's confidence, but I wasn't. We're a good no, team. I was we surprised. hang with teams. Honestly, I was trying to speak into <laughs> existence. You know, like during the run last year. Obviously, this is a different year, but well, I mean, I, no, I thought we'd make it. I thought we'd be competitive. Like we have been most of the time. We lost by like blowout. thirty to Virginia. Yeah, there's been some blowouts, but actually, it's not that. That happened two years ago to Virginia. We went to the Elite Eight. Like we we tend to like struggle there. But I, that team had no depth either. But we didn't have injuries, so yeah. No, I mean, but I but I also just think like I don't know that. Hey, let's try this. Let's try that. And I think That's, I think what's I think I, well, I think I think I think where he needs to show flexibility is in his stubbornness and how he you know handles foul trouble. Like he pulled Cleveland out of the game because he had two fouls. He was the only we had four fouls total in the first half. Second half was always a different story. Two were on yeah. Cleveland. He sits him for a big chunk. I'm like, dude, just fucking put him in there, put him on Cormac Ryan's ass. He's not gonna draw any fouls and leave him on the court. Like you you cannot you cannot you cannot coach as if, as Matt said, there is a massive drop-off after the starters. Massive. And Jakai did as well as you could have possibly hoped. And yeah. that was still that was still the case though. for someone that hasn't played a single game yeah. since what yeah. like and, Stone and Hill or something. It was still the case that like, hey, you'd rather have Cleveland in there, and so I think it was just I don't know. Um, 
I, I, I just, I don't, um, I don't, it's not, nothing's going our way this year. And it's just another example of this because definitely the, uh, the, uh, the refs, the refs decide to get involved at halftime and, you know, they came out, executed their game plan well. Um, and, uh, you know, took us out of the game, good defense, you know, giving them the ball when it was off of them multiple times, um, really good execution by the refs got the result they were looking for. So we'll give it to them for that. Yeah. I just, I mean, the, the, uh, there was, I mean, there was one play where Norchuk got away with a foul, but they threw a, a post-entry pass that just went straight out of bounds and they'd, their bench got pissed because Norchad was holding Baycott, which is why he couldn't get to the ball. But then the guy was underneath that the one was where like, Nooka was guarding him, though. No, it was it was Norchad, and it was oh, it was okay. on the uh, it was it was kind of from the elbow. It was a post entry <laughs> pass. It was one where they actually gave us the ball, reset the clock, and all, and then they changed oh, okay. it. And they changed it because oh, look, Norchad made a foul, but they didn't call it. The ball went out of bounds, and everyone like their their bench was asking for a foul. And we were obviously hanging on the court, and the the ref that was there, um, we're gonna get to that lane violation bullshit in a minute. And then um, the ref that was on that part of the court was like, "Nope, it's definitely Miami's ball because no one touched it." And then everyone starts heading down the court. They announced Miami ball, and then and then they were like, "Nope." <laughs> well, then the other ref that's next to the North Carolina bench just changed it to out of bounds off of us, which. But no, even the even the arena announcer said Miami yes. ball, and then like a few seconds later, he was like, "Nope, UNC no, ball." Was, even UNC was like, "That was not off of them. It was a foul." <laughs> it was just like, just insanity. Like, and that happened multiple times where they would look at each other and just decide, "Hey, this should go North Carolina's way." And the last example of that was—I mean, I don't even know how to describe this shit because. They didn't not call. Only, first of all, not only who freaking calls a lane violation in college, but also like, why did it take twenty seconds? Well, well, this is the thing, right? So to your point, lane violation stops the play. No one called lane up violation. I don't think they what they continue. said afterwards. No one called a lane violation after the ball clearly went off UNC. They gave UNC the ball anyway, and before they could go review it, they decided, uh, "How are we going to keep the ball with UNC?" Because if we go over there and look at that, it's not going to be UNC's ball. And then they just made it a lane violation. And it's un- unbelievably ridiculous efficient. You can't let a play continue and then call a lane violation after the play's over. That's yeah. a dead, will, that, that's a kill on the play. I will say Wuga played that perfectly as far as making the first free throw and then throwing it off the front of the rim. Like, you couldn't execute that play any better to give us a chance. Um. I don't know that there would have been enough time to get a three off off of that. We're lucky it went out of bounds. We should have had the ball to inbound it with two seconds, but he did execute that pretty well. Well, the whole thing was, was you know, UNC screwed up multiple times and the refs basically gave them the ball for no reason because, you know, Wilkins driving in with three seconds up down five, like, um, let him lay the ball in, dumbasses. It's because they hacked him. <laughs> that he got to the line and that's why someone said, hey, we can make a free throw and like get tap the ball out and actually shoot for the tie. If they just let him lay the ball in, the game's over. If he shoots a three and makes it, the game's over. Like the only way is if we somehow get an extra possession. Yeah. <laughs> and then they knock the ball out. Like that's on them. Because actually, again, on that one, once it caromed off your right, Melissa Wilga did a great job of missing that. Once the ball caromed off the way it did, UNC shouldn't go near that. 
That's going to be a two-point rebound on the low block if Matthew Cleveland catches a clean, and we needed three. Yeah, That ball is not going to get out to the three-point line and into the bucket. UNC yep. shouldn't be going near him. Like and and instead they went for the ball and knocked it out and of course they got bailed out because I mean that was the way that that went in that half. But I felt like the game was over after they didn't call that foul on Baycott with Norchad and he missed he missed the ball down low because he was getting destroyed by people. Um, but I the the momentum swayed when they called that tech on Norchad. Norchad needs to be more disciplined than that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he – I don't know. Also, the ref could use discretion, you know, because they, they, they had just – I mean, that was the point of the game where it was clear the officiating had switched. Because, again, they didn't call shit in the first half on either team. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they started to call bullshit on us. And um, so uh, if you recall the, the play um, – that Norchak got teed up after. It wasn't even a play he was involved in. They called a foul on Wuga for essentially going straight up and getting elbowed in the chest. And so he was like, what? And then Norchak obviously, I guess, said something we couldn't really see from where we were sitting. Um, hmm. But, you know, that was a I mean, swing. yeah, but the ref should show a little latitude in those situations, given that they know at best they made a controversial foul call on the call. You know, to, it feels like, you know, whether whether this is fair or not, it feels like they're trying to influence the game. When you yeah. when you quit when you quick tee someone, first of all, Norchad, I mean, whatever he said was in an accent. I doubt the ref understood him. <laughs> He's not from Miami. He's not gonna pick that accent up clean. Unless he told him like fuck off or something that was black and white like that, which I can't imagine he did. So just saying, like, you don't need to quick tee someone in that situation. It's a tight game. You just made a ticky-tack call on one team. Like, let them blow off a little steam and don't try to influence the game. And he wanted he wanted to call that tech, which of course also in college is, is a is a personal foul. Um, so you know that double double hurts. They got four points in that possession and a foul on Norchad. And that was his second, and then he picked up a third shortly after that. That was the third one. He went from zero fouls at half to three within like the first five minutes of the second the half. The third was the one Matt called out where Baycott did a great job sealing him. And look, you're beat. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, and he didn't do anything. You know, you're going to get subbed out if you pick that foul up. Like you should know by now. <laughs> well, he just shouldn't be picking that up anyway. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, just let it, let, look, sometimes you get beat, you got beat. Let him, let him finish, live to fight another play. Like, you don't need to. Agreed. And then, I mean, Nwoko could not guard Bacon. I mean, that was the proverbial being taken to school there once he came in. Bacon I mean, it was like, obvious. Bacon be- had two points in the first half while Norchad was in the game most of the game. And then he, he stat pads when Nwoko was in. Well, it wasn't just – I mean, he also scored a lot on Norchad. Like, I mean, he's a good player, right? So, I mean, we he knew – He scored a lot on Norchad after Norchad picked up fouls and he had to be, you know, No, they, he scored. he scored right at the beginning of the half too. They, I, I told you it's a halftime. Okay, like so shot, four points. They've shot, yeah, they shot 19 at the half. They've shot 19 threes, and Baycott taking three shots. I'm like, and if I'm Hubert Davis, the first thing I'm doing is like throw the ball into Baycott every fucking time. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? 
What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What are we doing? Like, we can say what we want about him being 47 years old and Cam McCormick's twin or whatever, but like, he's a legitimate post force. Norchad actually plays better against those types of centers, which is why it's always a good matchup. Because Norchad loves to muscle with people. And like that, the, the big type is actually better for him to play against. Um, mm-hmm. That's why he did well against uh, against uh, Clemson as well. Like he plays better against like legitimate bigs. Um, so it was a good battle. But if I'm Hubert Davis, like you asshole shot 19 threes and Baycott took three shots. There's no fucking way we're not getting the ball. And they came right out in the second half. And, you know, from our perspective, like when Norchad doesn't have any fouls, we'll be able to hang in there. But we start making technicals and, you know, wrapping up the, I mean, none of those work. I mean, the technical, we can argue whether it should have been given, but his fouls were obviously fouls. I mean, they weren't, there was nothing dubious about them. And again, North Carolina is the number three team in the country. So it's not, we made just too many mistakes and, you know, we're not going to overcome anything. Nigel getting hurt again. And the presser, Nigel said it was his knee. (laughs) Yeah. And he said he'll play the next game. It's like, whatever it takes, I'm going to be out there, which, you know. But, I mean, that's the he's – a, he's a gamer. He's always – doesn't matter how bad he's playing, he's always fighting out there. Um, can't say that for the entire team, but for him, he's always even, – even like when we lost to, you know, um, to, to NC State, to Syracuse, he was, he was out there battling and keeping us in those games. Like, he's – it's unfortunate, um, you know. We're we're I think a key player short yeah. of where we need to be because you saw that. I mean, look, Nigel was ridiculous. I mean, the second half they're just like we're going to trap him out at half court, <laughs> and yeah. unfortunately we couldn't make shots. Mm-hmm. Wilgo was ice cold. For they most started of the doubling Nigel in the second half. Yep, yeah. and and Wilgo was you know. Struggling with his shot because he was getting looks that he once he once he started. I was really proud of the way he finished the game though. Yeah, yeah. I mean he, the shots Wilga was taking, I wasn't mad at. I thought he was getting good looks, but he just couldn't get anything to drop. Yeah, but I told Melissa before we made that last run, like if we're gonna if we're gonna get back in this game, it's gonna have to be Wilga that does it, and he did. He carried us back into that game, but we just needed one more shot. 
basically. We should have had one more shot. That I will say the- that, I mean, what, what do you guys think of the – I mean, Coach L talked about this, but when we were down three and we kind of just dribbled the clock out and Nigel just launched it from, like, the logo, that's a shot he takes and makes. What did you guys think of that possession, though? Um, I mean, it is a shot he takes and makes. Um, I don't know if we maybe wanted to pass the ball around a little bit to try and get a better shot. Um I'm happy we got a shot off because in previous games we've turned the ball over or committed some dumb offensive foul. So I'm 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 kind of 50-50 on it. Um it's not a bad shot for Nigel necessarily, but again, I'm glad we did get a shot off. I was fine with the shot just because I mean he's injured. It's tough to create space. So he was playing a little bit off of him, obviously because of the distance. Um, I think it would have been hard. I mean, if they they could have tried to set like a ball screen, but they would have just doubled him anyways and whatnot. So I think it was. I, well, I think the one thing I would have maybe done, I would have maybe gone to Woga. He had been the only guy scoring down the stretch. Um, he hit a three, scored multiple times in the paint. I would have. And Nigel was not. He was just gutting the game out. Like, I think, you know, in a normal situation, if it's not season on the line against UNC, he's not playing at that point. He, he could barely move. I would have maybe. And I, I didn't like that we basically had – everyone was just standing around watching him dribble the ball. It wasn't – there wasn't a lot of movement happening. Um, but, again, we got a look that he's he's made many times. <laughs> I just don't know that he had the health at that point to like rise up and knock that down. Um, it's all 2020 hindsight. I mean, when he, when he's releasing the ball, you always expect it to go in. So you're kind of like, oh, he's going to hit this. And it didn't. We are definitely, I, I would say I've, cause I'm a, I don't know, maybe it makes a coping mechanism. I've been watching a lot of our games from last year. It is, it is long. No, 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 no disrespect to Jordan Miller, but the number of times, if you look at those tournament games or those key ACC games where whatever we needed, the ball goes to Zay. In a tough spot, yeah. Yeah, because he can make tough shots. He gets the line. He can shoot threes. He's unguardable, essentially. Mm-hmm. And every time someone will make a run or we need a big – it was him. It was always him. Um not that he's always one taking the shot because sometimes they'll trap double and guess to get them, but the ball was going through him. He was the money player. He was the ACC player of the year for a reason. And, um, yeah, you know, Nigel is – We I, I really am a big fan of his. Um, he can't – you know, he still needs space to get a shot up. He's not going to rise up over you and shoot. It's just a little bit different dynamic. He needs and, another creator next to him. Right. And so, so it's, and it makes it, it makes it a team. little bit, yeah, it makes it a little bit no, more speaking challenging. Facts, Fafe is going to be that is going to be able to do that next year for us, as far as creating his own shot. I mean, let's. I mean, he's in high school right now, so you know, it's got to. Yeah, but, I mean, he's going to come in and make a difference. Well, I mean, right now he would probably be starting on this team. Even you know, I mean. We don't have players. Shakai played a ton today, so yes. Um, but I, I just I hate to put put um, a true freshman in that. Yeah, just to, to be like you're gonna come in and save this mess. 
Well, I don't think he's going to save it. I'm not saying he's going to be the only guy. I mean, you you, you know there's going to be a lot of movement in the offseason. We'll see who comes back. We'll see who leaves. But I think Bethea is going to make a difference for this team as far as he'll be one of the significant tr- contributors on the team next well, year. Well, I think all three of the freshmen will be in there. They're frankly light years ahead of the freshmen we've been forcing out there this year, with the mm-hmm. exception of Keyshawn. Um but actually, on paper, coming into the year, they're all better than Keyshawn. Keyshawn obviously showed us a lot more than he was supposed to. Um, so, yeah, no, there were three players that are expecting to contribute heavily next year. If not starting, I think Bethea will start. I don't know about Schwartzer, but I, I think they'll all play a lot. Which clearly, I mean, if we're throwing Jobe and Nwoko in there and they're not even really ready yet, then clearly, you know, much higher touted players will get playing yeah. time. I mean, and this is something we're going to speculate a lot once the season ends. I, I've, I've, we're going to do a whole show on who should stay, who's going to go, who we want. There will be a lot of transfer portal talk like we did in this off season, this past offseason and, and, of course, NBA grid. Um, but what what are, if any, are some good things that we could take away from this game? Besides I mean, the fact not, that we were able to hang in there with the number three team in the country after getting blown out by Virginia. Yeah, but the, the, the problem I have with that perspective, which is not not wrong, it's actually right, right? I mean, at some point you don't have to say, hey, of course they're making shots, they're doing things with the number three team in the country, right? It's like they're not going to just roll over. But I guess I still haven't made that mental adjustment, which I probably should have. That we're not the, one of the, the top fact, teams this year. To the fact that we suck. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't made that that mental adjustment. So yeah. I still go in, like like I said, I didn't expect to get blown out today. I expected to play with them because we always play with UNC. And I, mean, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of these players in the Final Four last year. I don't expect to get blown out by anyone. Of course, we've been blown out three times this year. So this is just because you don't expect it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Um, I would say Nigel didn't shoot well against Virginia Tech, didn't make a shot against Virginia. It was good to see him. You know, get his shooting stroke back. Um, that was good. I, I like Norchad's aggression. <laughs> so I thought he, you know, I thought he came in motivated and focused. And I just, you know, and I, I don't do think even though Wooga struggled, like Melissa said, he played within his game. It wasn't it wasn't taking bad shots or stupid shots. He took shots he has to take. I also um, think he made a difference on the defensive end as well. Um, like his help defense. There was a few times where him and Bensley, when Norchad was up trying to double, where they were in the paint and saved us from being doing layup from UNC doing layup drills. Um, but Wilga's three point so. shots not falling. I need him to be more aggressive in the lane. I think he did down the stretch. I would have liked him liked him to get more touches, especially with Nigel hobbled. And now you question what is the health of this team? Like who is actually healthy besides Bensley? Well, I, I think, 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 think Norch has healthy. I think Wooga's okay. He's fine. I think it's more mental. He was in a boot walking around campus this week. Yeah, but I also see him like skying over seven footers and grabbing rebounds, which he did over Baycott's head and got knocked down and got right back up. I think he's closer to 100% than he has been. Players wear boots precautionary all the time. Um, I think he looks fine. I think Cleveland looks fine now at this point. Um, the problem is they've, you know, it's been a re- revolving door. So, um, 
you know, they just even even for the stars, there's not a lot of court time together now. Yeah. No. Matt, <laughs> and then any, I mean, any... and then Keyshawn. I mean, who the who the fuck knows? He warmed up, looked perfectly healthy, and then didn't play. So yeah. I mean, I I don't know what the coach said. He was just getting some blood flow to his ankle. Um, I don't know what that means. I I think we were all surprised he didn't play because he has jersey on too. Normally, uh, normally when a player, yeah, he was dressed. No, normally when a player is not playing, they don't participate in warmups. They sometimes watch warmups. You'll see them standing there in street clothes. We get a press release like half hour before the game saying they're out. Nothing. None, none of that happened here. So maybe he tried to, you know, warm up on it and it just didn't respond. I don't know. But I was shocked he wasn't playing the way he was moving in warmups. Yeah. And, and especially with the game that was too, right? Yeah. And we, we could have used him. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you got any takeaways from this game? Um, I mean, nothing that we haven't said already and from previous games um oh no it just sucks that this one didn't happen it would have been big for for even though the you know the uh whatchamacallit the tournament hope is very very i mean before this game was bleak you know it's it's just i don't know it just sucks but it makes you appreciate the past morale. two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's a question I have for the two of you. So it's another tight loss, right? And I know we got killed by UVA, but other than that, like in conference. A lot of the games are one or two possession games where yeah, we're right there I mean, at the end. I and mean, we can't between, yeah, between, you know, Syracuse, NC State, Wake Forest, and now this one. I mean, what, what kind of a, where do you think our headspace is going into Clemson on Wednesday? Because, I mean, we're all, I mean, this almost sounds like a funeral, the way we're all talking. And, you know, the players, I talked to Melissa about this before the game, like, the players I talked to in Charlotte at the tip-off, like, that was Nigel and Norchad. They came back to finish, but they came up two games short on last year. That is all gone. Like, so I don't know where they are mentally. Um, I know Nigel and Norchat are, are competitors. They're going to keep, you know, grinding as long as there's seconds left on the clock. Um, I, the, the team has got to be dejected at this point. Like, I don't know how you get back up then and go to Clemson and win on the Wednesday. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, we can all speculate on what the what their their morale is and what they're thinking but one game at a time i guess i don't know i don't think coach i don't think coach all would allow that for the team just to you know get down on themselves you, you know keep playing you know i don't know i mean we've had awful teams under coach L. it's not like it hasn't happened what was that sorry We've had awful teams under Coach Al. It's not like it hasn't happened. Yeah. Didn't happen the last two years. We've had teams quit mm. and and spiral it's, out of control. And they spoiled I us mean, the last two years. I mean, you could say. I mean, Coach L quit last game. So, I mean. Well, I mean, you're not wrong the because they were down what twelve at halftime versus Virginia. Look at what Coach Myers' team did down seventeen at half, and they came back and won in an overtime. Where's that fight? Why don't the men have that fight? Well, I mean, I think they fought today. Um, they did. Yeah. But there's no short. consistency at all. 
I mean, the women also have depth on their team, so it's a little bit different too. <clears throat> I mean, but. yeah. Again, I don't know that Coach L's managing whatever. Look, with those injuries, there's a, definitely a low ceiling on this team, but I also don't think he's managing it well. No, I tell it's like desperation is just finding bench guys and seeing like, all right, let's see what you can do. Honestly, putting Ben's lead, Jakai, Woga, Nwoko, and Norch at the court at the same time feels like he's like trying to make fun of us. Honestly, but that, that's not even a lineup. Played that for several minutes in the second half of the biggest game of the year. Yep. Know, we just cover the team. Yeah. We're not part of it. Well, at least for men's, we're not. Um, we're, we're very much team adjacent for the women. But um, we did see Margie and Kyla before the game. Shout out to them. They're in Atlanta now for the women's game. Tour. Yep. They got a big game coming up, trying to get to 500 in ACC play, which would be huge. Which the men will try to do on Wednesday, too, now that they've fallen below it. Um, so um, do we want to get into Mount Trashmore after we wrap our sponsor? Well, before we do that, I have one other question. So, and this might be unanswerable. Okay. So we already, no, we, we already, we already blew out Clemson. We blew out Clemson the first time we played them. Obviously, we were fully healthy then. What do you think we're going to see? And one of the big things in that game was Norchad did not get in foul trouble. Um, and PJ Hall actually fouled out, right? But a lot has happened since that game. Do you think we're going to try and play it similarly? I mean, obviously, we're assuming that question assumes Keyshawn plays, but. We've fucked with the rotation so much since then. That was still when I have my two guys off the bench, Keyshawn and AJ Casey. That was when that was statement was being made, and that was still quote-unquote true. Those are his guys. So, I mean, what do you think we're going to see just rotation-wise on Wednesday? Chaos. <laughs> Let's see. What would chaos look like? Chris Watson. and off the bench first. We're going to see a lineup with Chikayan, AJ Casey, Nwoko, and Norchad all together with someone else, too. I think I think Coach L is pretty much telling us to expect the unexpected. We Joe Bay checked in on that game a few weeks ago, whatever game it was, and we're like, holy shit, why is Joe Bay playing? And now Jakai checks in. Vish literally was like, oh shit, that's Jakai checking in tonight, like sitting at the media table. Um, so yeah, but it's not, it's not cue the socks outro. Don't cry, keep it chill, wear good socks. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.